This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. Hi, I'm, I'm Ben Burbank, uh, Senior Manager for DevOps and Agile and Product Coaches at American Airlines. Uh, I've been there for 11, almost 11 years now. I'm excited about the work we're doing there. And uh, excited to talk to you about dojos and our experience here on dojos and not just dojos, but the delivery transformation uh, across an enterprise. This is a continuing episode of a series about Dojo at American Airlines with Ben Burbank. The series started in episode 180. Is there anything that doesn't work well to be learned during a dojo? Yeah, delivering projects with deadlines. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They don't work well. People don't, there's no, it's a very expensive experiment. What ends up happening, or what we have run into, is people don't have time to learn. They're under a deadline, so they won't step back to learn. Your coaches usually end up getting turned into code alongside of somebody and no one's learning any new practices. They continue doing the things the way they've always done it. And any, any attempt to change usually is met with resistance. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. You pretty much can't learn anything, whether you're even in a dojo or not. Yeah, no, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, there's a couple of things I like about this system. Here's how I'd paraphrase. This, this, uh, you're using dojo as a system of transformation, and that's your mechanism to get teams through the transformation process. It sounds like you probably, I, I don't know. How long does a team usually go through a dojo? Is it, you said six Sprints? Six weeks. Six is, weeks. Um, okay. Six weeks is what we have had. We've, we started out with a week. And we were wanting to get uh, where we can actually, weeks, not long enough to actually build into that muscle memory and stuff. So we started gradually growing to the six weeks. Currently now in our remote setting, we've got some that are four weeks and stuff. So it's usually six weeks, four weeks, depending on the needs of the team. Sometimes we do some faster faster dojo, really quick hits, things where we're actually helping people to get up and running on a product and then help teach them and learn that product or, you know, like transitioning over to Kubernetes and stuff like that. You know, things that we'll look at uh, trying to get them up and running quick and on their way and then just kind of show them the ropes and then let them continue to work work on it from that standpoint. So it varies, but we had moved to predominantly a six-week most most of what we were doing in 2019 and in the first part of 2020, we were doing six weeks about from that standpoint. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, and I think you've answered the other one about would you recommend it as part of an enterprise transformation? Because that's what you're doing. You're using it as a mechanism for that. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of an overall transformation plan. It's not the transformation plan, but it's definitely a piece. Now I'm curious. So, so because it sounds pretty pretty good to me. So, what would you add? Uh, what do you need to add for the rest of the transformation? You've got to work with higher levels of leadership on making sure that you got alignment across the enterprise. So, you've got your executive layer, and you got your product or your business leaders, and then you got your team leaders in those different layers at different companies. And you got to make sure that you've got the right direction. You've got people are going in the same direction and they have the same focus. And then making sure that uh, in a transformation that you've got other other parties outside of just one organization, you got to have multiple people. You got to find your passionate people that are working with you and helping to bring that out. But um, big, 
big struggler, what things that we're working through is, is making sure that you've got all the facets that go into a business. You got your finance and you got your uh, you know, finance and your business and your technology and user experience and all of those areas working together on that transformation. And that doesn't happen by just doing dojos. Traditionally, of what we have done here at American Airlines has been at a team level, team and product team level. There's other areas of working and trying to get up to that business layer and then your executive, your uh, executive vice presidents and your executive or your enterprise layer. So you got to be able to get that focus and alignment, help your enterprises provide a very clear focus and alignment of what they're doing and then helping the product and business layers to be able to understand what it means to be product mindset, to bring that, how to show up in a product mindset to where it enables your teams to be even that much better in a dojo type setting. Otherwise, you're kind of hampered. <laughs> right, right. And I think product mindset leads me into, well, let me let me ask. When you talk about product mindset, are you re- reforming teams so that they have different boundaries than they had before, if that's necessary for the for product mindset? Yeah, that's a piece of it, yeah, where you have, I think I've heard it called topology, team topology or team or product taxonomy. We, right. we use the word taxonomy quite a bit, but it's basically saying that you have your HR reporting structure. But you're part of this product and this product and this team and this product is here's the boundaries of that team and product and all of the pieces that go into making that a deliverable for a customer and then helping them to think holistically into a customer centric delivery. And that would be definitely something you need to work out before you get to the dojo so you have the right team. Form. It helps. We've, we've done it without having that where we just operated at the team level and that's Good. You know, you get optimization at your team level where you've got better pipelines and better engineering practices. And But to get holistic change across the value stream and a product value stream, you know, you're going to want to look across multiple teams and say, okay, what does that look like and help with the leadership level? Is Because if... If you're coaching one way and then when they back, step back into their environment and their environment hasn't changed, then the team is, is going to change long term. Let's talk about the next topic. Like, What about metrics to measure the impact effectiveness? Because I have a feeling that there's a bunch of, how do I say, stakeholders who are interested in, in such matters. We've been around a lot of conversations on this topic. <laughs> Currently use a version of Accelerate. I don't know. Are you familiar with Accelerate Metrics? It's a, it's a book, right? And so there's a lot yes. of metrics in there. So I don't know which ones you would be. <laughs> Maybe they picked a set out, but I'm not sure what that set would be. Yeah. There some of them, I'm not going to name all of them, but some of them that we use is cycle time. You know, your time it takes from a user story from in progress to being in a customer's hands or in production. Deployment frequency, how often you're deploying something to production. Change failure rate is another one that we have used in the past. And you got change failure rate, and then you got your mean time to recover or repair. So it's just when you got an incident, how long does it take you to fix that incident? So we started out, we've used most of those. I think we had a couple of extras in there. From a, a team standpoint, we had we would closely look at their cycle time and see how that was improving with as we coached with them. We'd also look at their deployment frequency and see how that was improving. There's other factors outside of the dojo that was uh, hampering some of that ability. Architecture, the ability to use different types of cloud processes uh, is outside of that. So we had learned that while you might be effective from a coaching standpoint, those numbers may or may not change. And so we've had some a little bit of evolution on the way we look at uh, the metrics from a coaching standpoint. 
some of the stuff that we use very heavily is is that uh, storytelling. It's not a metric; it's more of a soft thing. But you know, storytelling of the experience of what people have gone through. We have recently gone back to teams that had went through the dojo in 2019 and looked at some of their current practices and seen how they've continued to get better over time. And now they're showing a lot of the experiences that they've done with the rest of the enterprise. But to short answer is, is we started out with the accelerate metrics, but what we've learned is that from a coaching standpoint, some that's a more of a lagging indicator rather than a leading indicator. It's something that would come after the fact. And so we currently use an MPS of, uh, you know, how are we doing with you guys? We're currently using, do you recommend that, you know, would you recommend this experience to a colleague trying to go through the same thing? And also, are we hitting the goals or targets that you expected that we set up, you know, type of stuff like that. One uh, metric, accelerate metric that should speed up is the fact that your sprints are shorter. So your cycle time is faster right away in the dojo. So <laughs> yeah. do you have dojo teams that, do delivery in the dojo? I mean, yeah, let, let's leave at that. Delivery during the dojo? Uh, delivering like um, uh, deploying. Coded production. Yeah, actually, that's um, that's our mantra is that nice. uh, our mantra is, is any code not in a in a customer's hands is wasted code. You know, it's uh, yeah, I think uh, I was going to quote one of the agile manifesto principles, but um I don't have it off the top of my head, but it's basically um, not wasting, you know, being able to get it in customer's hands and get feedback. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't remember it off the top of my head either. So they get fuzzy <laughs> after a while. Yep. Are you new to Agile or Scrum? Looking for a fun way to pick up the knowledge to become an Agile team? Go get the novel Agile Noir. A dramatic novel about a project manager who needs to transform his teams to become agile because his life depends on it. This book is available in the US on Amazon, in India on Pathy.com, in China it's available on my WeChat store. Links are in the show notes. Be sure to check out the show notes because there you'll find cool things to tap on that right there in your phone. If you don't know what show notes are, go look at your podcast player and there you will see the show notes there for easy tapping. Now, if you're not using a podcast player, but you're downloading the MP3s from the website, just go back to the website and you will see the words around the location where you downloaded the MP3. If you're like my friend JT and you missed the first episode, you can find it by searching for Agile Thoughts Archive and search for episode 180. Next episode, more Ben Burbank. Describe to me your best dojo experience and your worst dojo experience well i alluded to one of our worst ones which was a project that had a a deliverable yeah and a very short time frame and they were looking for help but not the help that uh, the traditional dojo was delivering help us deliver it they want help delivering it really (laughs) 